Heroes of the Plains features the continuing adventures of familiar characters Penelope Halfpint, Freely, Alindra Sarbrand, Briv Steelmarrow, Orkira Ildrix, and Whittle as they traverse the multiverse battling evil and righting wrongs. With Game Master Todd Kenrick and featuring players Hope Lavelle, B. Dave Walters, Jennifer Kretschmer, Adam Bradford, Lauren Urban, and Megan Kenrick, Heroes of the Plains airs on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific on Twitch, with the podcast episodes landing by the Monday after. Like a moth to a flame, it pulls us in. Next thing we know we're in, and now there's din. Tomorrow I know it all begins again. But where we're needed, we will go. And I'll you for joining us for this evening's episode of Heroes of the Plains. A few shout outs and then we'll jump right into the action. We have our returning sponsor, Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms, who is incredible. And check out that game. Many, many of the Heroes of the Plains characters are in it. And so uh, check that out. There is an, a, a code for an Electrum chest on the screen and throwing itself around in chat. So, uh, so grab that and use that in the game. We also have Talon and Claw, who makes fine wood products for games. And they've also recently had a Kickstarter for Dice. So uh, branching out into some new exciting places. So uh, check them out. And also you can win one of their Dice Vaults tonight by paying attention to what's going on in chat. Look for those instructions as we get, I think, about an hour in here. So uh, look, look for that. You can win a Dice Vault. And then finally, we have Sirenscape because epic games need epic sound. You will hear that throughout the evening. Without further ado, turn it over to you todd okay so previously on heroes of the plains lots of things happened you stole the, the hammer of thor and got in trouble there you got sent to the face themselves in the tree of idrasil uh and they asked you to go throughout the multiverse because you had created so many different timelines so many versions of this plane of existence versions of yourselves and versions of others they asked you to clean up the timeline and uh basically Arrest? Maybe wipe might be the best way to put it. Capture? Convince? Uh, other versions of yourselves to return to Idrisil for processing. Uh, unfortunately, as this turned out, it's become clear after speaking to Odin himself, this method of processing means basically severing a tree of Idrisil, of the entire multiverse, getting rid of not only that variant version of each of you, but also everyone associated with it and that entire version of the prime material plane. Uh, you found yourselves uh, in another bubble of a demiplane that Averin had initially created that was specific in use to 
gather refugees from cataclysmic events around the D&D multiverse as a way of finding a home for those that had been the victims of massive ma- magical explosions, the wrath of gods, of huge calamities, even some unknown, they would go back in time, grab civilians and bring them to Stemiplane as refuge, as a refuge, as a uh, sanctuary. Uh, you found yourselves among them. You met some old friends. And now you are planning to go back to Idrisil to face off with the fates and at the very least acquire the version of Orkira, the one that had become a, a giant golden dragon in another alternate reality and get her out of that prison. And after casting Scry... Orkir Eldrex peered at a contact that he had on the inside named Radagaskar, a squirrel. And this is where we find ourselves, right inside this massive redwood tree that is also biomechanical at the same time. Some of the very similar instruments you've seen in other time travel and teleportation devices, you feel these giant rings beginning to spin up and circle as magical energy starts exploding around you. And you start to see a portal forming. Uh, Lyndra has just completed her spell legend lore about this mysterious contact. And so we begin the game. Well, are you doing? So I have received some information from casting this and, um, this uh, this squirrel is is one of um, a variety of, of creatures, uh, cre- creatures of myth who travel uh, throughout the world tree to uh, as, as messengers for for the powerful. Um, they are troublemakers, shall we say? Um, they are trustworthy, but they thrive on creating chaos and, and trouble with these uh, these oh. other creatures. So... I feel like everything you just said describes Penelope. I feel like everything you just said describes all of us. A bit, yes. <laughs> Perhaps we are these creatures' uh, messages. Messengers to, uh, to the, the gods. Uh, new career? Huh? Um, and, and it seems that our... Uh, goals would align with theirs regarding the normal. Okay. Any reason why they would know me? Did I get any information on that? You feel like Radagascar kind of has a good beat on just about everybody (laughs) in general. Okay, so it's not a me specific, it's an us general kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. All right, um, Rarv, before we go, would you start evacuating all the people at Waterdeep, the version of Waterdeep that's going to get destroyed by the Norn, and we'll go get this dragon and destroy the Norn, and then I guess we'll contact you? Okay, well, um, yeah, we'll, we'll send you through first, and then I'll go into the portal to Waterdeep, and I'll gather as many people as we can. There weren't that many people left. They should all be there. Um, so just grab what you can before the Norn destroy the whole timeline? 
Uh, if you don't see anybody, check underground. They were kind of hiding from a divine level scorching of the surface level in probably substrata. Yeah, yeah. If you know where the yawning portal is, go go down the well. You'll find where most of the people should be. You don't even have to pay right now. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a positive. That's a net. That's a, that's a glass half full thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. I, I've never been down there, so that, that that's gonna be exciting for me. Um, when you go there, the moment you step through the portal, the fates are gonna know exactly where you are. So you need to move fast. I've never visited the prison, so I don't know what you can expect, but uh, good luck. I'm proud of all of you. So I've, I've heard this a few times. Are, are, is it Radagascar? Radagascar. Is it Radagascar. It's Radagascar or Radagascar, but he, if you're wondering where Radagascar came from in Tolkien, you are correct, sir. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, what does is, what is this squirrel identify as? I, I, yeah, we'll say Radagascar. Rad so we'll say Radagascar for, Rad okay. for uh, yeah. definition purposes. Uh, yeah, Radagascar. Okay. Is it Rat or Rad? Rata. Rata. With okay. a T. Rata. 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 In an attempt to, um, especially because Orkir spent a lot of time in the last couple of days being upset with portals and telling everybody to slow down as this portal opens up, she will very specifically look over at Freely and... You're first? Yeah! <laughs> and like lunge through it. Absolutely. Yeah. And then I will... <laughs> And then I will follow him. How how do you lunge? You you, you lunge like head first, shield yeah. out. But yeah. yeah, yeah, actually empty-handed. My other sword is not in my hand yet. But I just like barrel head first through it. Yeah, yeah. You run through and you see freely just kind of bamf through the portal. You freely feel uncomfortably stretched. This portal is very skinny in terms of the multiverse. Uh, it is been specifically devised to weave in and out of the magical weave that binds the entire multiverse itself and you have teleported many times before through ver various means this seems like the most stealthy portal you've ever been in because you are about one molecule thick it is a uncomfortable experience as you are now freely spaghetti and you <laughs> shoot <laughs> this is not at all what I had in mind about being taller <laughs> yeah, you are definitely much taller than you've ever been before in the sense of a universe. And you spill out and pop into darkness. What is everyone else doing as Freely teleports through the device and the rings spin up again, maintaining this portal? I'm right behind him. Yeah, it seems likely that we should all uh, follow. And this device I'm is very familiar him. to you, Alindra, as this is very similar to... This seems like a, a, a an older version of the time machine that you repaired uh, mm. long ago. Uh, some of them Do I see a place that one extra bolt might go? <laughs> uh, they've got all their bolts. <laughs> so, yeah. They actually uh, had the instructions. We didn't. Mm. <laughs> you you had to make up the instructions as we went so along. That's where that's supposed to go. Mm. Yeah, he, yeah. You're looking at the bolt and you're like, uh. <laughs> 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 all right. Who goes in the portal next? All right, Orkara, you enter the portal. Same thing happens. You feel yourself get 
squeezed and your eyes just bug out as you become like like silly string shooting through this portal and kind of all concepts of space and time leave you at that moment freely I would just say you tell me when it resolves but if he popped into an empty room the first thing he would do is pop out his moon blade to turn on the lights Okay, (laughs) you do so. You are in a vast cavern. You cannot even see the ends of things yet, quite yet, as your eyes kind of adjust. Even your dark vision, your eyes are kind of reassembling themselves as you are doing this. I move a couple of steps because I don't want everybody to drop on my head. Okay. And everyone else? Briv? Briv's going to go in last, actually. Okay. Yeah. Whittle? Whittle is a little preoccupied. She plans on going into the portal, but she's currently um, picking a handful of lenses out of a bag and installing them onto her goggles. She now has eight lenses on her goggles. As she walks into the portal, kind of trips a little bit and falls in. (laughs) All right. So, but first, Whittle (laughs) (laughs) squeezes through the portal and... Almost hits freely, and Orkara, Orkara, you have reassembled as well, and then all of a sudden, uh, the the butt of Whittle shoots past both of you onto the ground. Sorry, sorry, I'm gonna move quickly, so I'm also out of the way, and I'll I'll produce flame in my hands to try to light up the space as well. Okay, and uh, Penelope? See you on the other side, Briv! Whee! Huzzah! Alright, it's just you now, Briv, on the other side of the portal. Um, I am going to, uh, look around and then I'm going to, uh, you know, kind of, uh, cross my arms. We'll take a deep breath. I'm going to whistle for just a little while. Um, and then, um, I'm going to kind of, you know, kick the dirt a little bit and then, uh, just kind of meander into the portal. You meander into it? <laughs> <laughs> Your slow movement into the portal renders it a much more stable experience for you. <laughs> like, yeah. And it burns, but okay. <laughs> you feel squeezed, but you just become like a tiny little action figure of a Briv as you're shooting through the portal. And yeah, your hair is whisking past. Even pieces of metal almost feel like they're falling off of you. And you kind of bounce between worlds. Like you, you hit a world and then you bounce past a star and then another world. And then you bounce again and then you appear in this dark, massive cavern you've never been in a cavern this big all of you you see just darkness and you find yourself floating and you have the sense of gravity on this giant rock island that's connected to a massive root and then another rock island that's connected to a massive root of the world tree and when you look up you see the bottom end of the roots of what looks like a mountain range sized tree or larger, just vast and massive above you as if it's the sky itself. And below you on this rock island is darkness, nothing but the absolute void. You are at the bottom and the end of the D&D multiverse. Do we need all this light? Because <laughs> I thought we were trying to be stealthy. Hey, Penelope. Ever talked to a tree this big before? Uh, sure. Yeah, I mean, I talked to a lot of trees. They don't always talk back. You want me to talk to this tree? I mean, if I could talk to a tree, I would want to talk to this one, right? 
Yeah, 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 that's true, that's true. Can I reach a root? Uh, you can. Um, you, uh, what's your passive perception? I just need to know right here. The mine's 30. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you see the squirrel sitting there eating a nut. I mean, okay, so maybe we can talk to the tree after we talk to the squirrel. Hi, we're here. How do you oh, know who I am? I'm here now. <laughs> so you're here to, um, kill Nithog? Who's that? Oh. Sorry, uh, so you're here to destroy Loki? No, we're here to... I am. I mean, uh, yeah, I that's mean, like... We would if, do that also. But that's, that's definitely on the list of things, but the main reason we're here is to get a dragon out of the Norn prison and then uh, kill the Norn. Okay, um... I don't think you can do that, but uh, I'll help you. We can go down this way. Okay. What didst thou mean by we cannot do that? And if we cannot do that, why are you in, uh, so excited to help us? They are the fates. They control all fates in the universe. You well, don't just walk up and stab them. I don't disagree. But we will have to be stealthy. What I was concerned about is is can't kill destiny because it is interwoven with reality. And if you destroy it, then you destroy reality. We need to go quickly. Or Kira, you said you know how to find what we're looking for, yes? Yeah, but are we even there? I I need to be within... I think it's a thousand feet. Hold on. Let me check. Uh, Locate creature. Uh, Yeah. So you see, you see many branching, literally, uh, roots all going from Rock Island to Rock Island. And there is almost an infinite amount of paths that you can go down. You are, this is planet sized large in terms of like how many Rock Islands you see in the distance. And uh, at this time, Raz, get, uh, Ratataskar speaks up. Here, I can show you the way. But you need to be quiet and safe. Also, don't fall off the branches. Mm. There's nothing down below. Um, Penelope, if we need to be quiet, could you help with that? You bet I can. And she takes her staff of the woodlands and kind of gently taps it on the ground as you see like a, almost like an invisible dark shadow kind of encompass us as she casts Pass Without Trace. Okay. Are you ready now? I I will go ahead and cast Locate Creature now because it lasts for an hour, and I'm going to locate the dragon Orkira. And if she becomes within a thousand feet of me at any time in the next hour, I know where she is. Okay. Freely? Divine sense. (laughs) (laughs) Rata Kaiskar is definitely to (laughs) Vine-ish. You know, like he's divine. Yes. Uh, yeah. I just <laughs> sort of look at Briv and I'm like, uh, you getting a weird vibe off of this bassy talking squirrel? Like, I mean, I did. 
I, I we were not gods yesterday, but we are now. So I imagine a squirrel can be as well. Well, here's the thing. Last thing I want to do is get bogged down talking about it. So yeah, here we go. If he uh, if he tries something, uh, we'll I roll am him up. with the yeah, we'll roll him up. All right, great. Uh, okay, <laughs> ready to go. That was rude. Okay, now let's go this way. Follow me. Be quick. And he just shoots off. Briv uh, sprints after him. Yeah, I'm, me too. I'm going to go into my spider climb form and um, click my boot to speed. Okay. You run You run after Ratagaskar. Yeah. Uh, Kira at this point wants to take the back of the group so that if somebody falls, she can try to go catch them. It is very upsetting. You hit your first root and you're, you, it is round. It's not like, it's almost like trying to walk on a log. It's not, there are no handrails. <laughs> it is I very like- uncomfortable. And I'd you see like this to cast bless, please. Just as okay. we walk, just for safety, to, to give us some some aid. Should someone need a little extra help, okay. I'll you have do. to drop it if we get into s- stuff. But for the moment, for the moment, you're all blessed. Uh, thank you. I'm also going to cast uh, long strider on everyone. You may be too far ahead of us, actually, Whittle. Before before I sprint off, yeah, I was going to cast Long Strider, but I don't know if I'm there for your bless spell. You're totally fine to cast. I, I will say both. You 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 are encapsulated by the bless spell as well as you can cast Long Strider and everybody else. Be, but okay, yeah, okay. Do you have to continuously be near Peel for Long Strider? I, I believe you there, do. It, uh, for bless. I think you do. It's 30 feet. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, long strider's not. You just touch a creature and it's on. Yeah. So I just high five everyone. Yeah. Tell them good luck. Don't fall. And yeah. what does that do so for fast. everyone? It's uh, 10 extra feet, but it's an additional target per level of the spell slot. So it depends on how high of a spell slot you use, six, how many you can give. Six, six level. So it's five right. additional targets. All right. All right. Oh, so we each get e- ten. Everybody, extra feet. does that work on flying as well as walking? Yeah, it just says it you does. get ten extra feet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. It's your base. How long does that last? Wait, I'm sorry. How much was it? That ten feet. Ten, ten feet. feet for an hour. Hey. Nice. And it's not even concentration. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a decent spell. It's a decent no. spell. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so you are moving along very quickly. Uh, yeah, you do for you to still have the benefits of bless, uh, uh, Whittle. You're going to have to stay within thirty feet of the group. So you do okay. move forward. Uh, it is you do have a sense of fear and uncomfortableness as you look into this darkness, this void that you have never seen. There are no stars. There are no plants. There's no debris. There is just the absence of existence underneath you. And you feel like about after 500, just 500 feet, there's literally nothing. So after some time, about five or 10 minutes, you move through very quickly following this squirrel. You get to a wooden wall made entirely of the roots of Idrisil itself. And you see a large kind of sculpted face uh, in the side of that wall. What does the face look like as a humanoid? 
Yeah, it looks humanoid-ish, um, both masculine and feminine at the same time. And and Ratagaskar speaks up. I've brought you to this place now. I won't go no further. You must convince the tree to let you in. If this thing starts asking us riddles, I'm shooting it. I just look at Penelope and smile. Good luck and uh, tell them I sent you. Tell who? Uh, the fates. Oh. Some big help thou art. Yeah, I, mean, I showed you the way. You couldn't find it without me. Uh, it was I mean, literally it was a straight line. Yeah, like we just went down the route we were on. And if they're the fates, don't they already know you helped us? That's not true. It was not a straight line at all. And I like like it better when people say Such it out loud. Such a powerful little squirrel. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll say like this. So like, helpful. Well, like I guess I will show you the way back. A squirrel that smokes like two packs a day got us like straight to, to this locked door. Thank you. I don't know. Thank I think he, I, I think he sounds fine. Also, I got plane shifts so I can get us out of here. Also, how, did, think... how, did, how did you know who I was? Oh, I've delivered messages about you before. Now, does that sound ominous just because, you know, the gravelly voice thing? Or were you trying to sound ominous? No, I wasn't trying. But if, if I think about it, they were ominous messages. I think it oh. was just an alignment of expectations thing. I mean, he's just a squirrel, a little squirrel. And so no, he's, I, he's that's not actually not, a squirrel. I have a horn. A unisquirrel? Brave, you should. Is it a conversation about the messenger of the cults thing? Yeah, I, you shouldn't judge a, a squirrel by their cover. Come on. I am just saying that I thought it was a powerful squirrel and would help us uh, in our quest, but apparently it was just kind of, you know, an escort for just a little while. I put, my, for. I put my hand on Penelope's shoulder and I just say, I believe in you, you got this, and I give her a bardic inspiration. <laughs> um, Whittle, you do have Bless on. That it's, as long as you're close when I cast it, you're good. Yeah. Yeah, this whole time I kind of see this uh, like golden aura. I don't know if that's that's what Bless looks like, but kind of straddling between that and trying to stay close to Radagascar. Okay, well, uh, good luck in there, and uh, I hope you have a good time. I'm going to go back and eat some nuts and cheese. Maybe harass an eagle. Good luck. No, that's awesome. I'm glad that you're going to like kick back when we're going to go battle for the fate of everything. That's cool. Yeah, no, Penelope, maybe show this squirrel what heroes do. What's that? Talk to a tree. Talk talk to a tree. Okay, okay, okay. Hello, tree. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, am I supposed to do a good start? Am I supposed to Am I supposed to do a spell? I mean, if you want. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I mean, that would have worked on me, just for the record. Yeah. You just kind of hear the groaning of the world tree itself, just kind of like settling. And that's it. Settling into what? Sword with chalk and starts to draw a monocle. No! (laughs) He has chalk in his inventory. He does. Okay, 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 okay. I got this. Little like draws on need, the mustache. You felt the need to like tell me, like for sure. I just want to make sure that everybody knows. Uh, okay. I you, you see, like Penelope, like take a little leaf and like put it in her mouth and kind of chew it around. 
as she casts Speak with Plants. Hello, tree! Hello. What are you doing down here all by yourself? I am Andrusil. <gasps> That's nice. I'm Penelope. It's nice to meet you. Um, Akira, what are we supposed to be? What what was our what was our plan? Uh, we're supposed to be asking the tree if we can go in here oh, so that we can go to the place with the Norn and the dragon. Okay. Um, excuse me. Would you, uh, you know, uh, would you be okay if we, you know, passed through here? Yes, Penelope Halfpint. I would be okay with that. Oh, that was easy. Okay, thank you. And go ahead and roll a persuasion check. Oh boy. Persuade. Oh, I got great persuasion. And you have plus. And okay. and bardic inspiration, should you choose to use it. It's only a one-time thing? Yeah, it's only once. Uh, ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. Okay, and what's the bless do again? Plus one, D4. Okay. Yeah. So that is a 19. Oh, wait, no, not on Bless. Sorry, the guidance. I can give you a guidance instead. Oh, okay. I will drop Bless and give Penelope guidance on this. So what's that? Uh, the D4. Oh, okay, 19. Okay. Um, the mouth opens up. I wish you the best, Penelope Halfpint. I appreciate everything that you've done. And the mouth just opens up and you see this portal and you see a, a portal, not as a physical portal, but you see this tunnel open up infinite in length. Never ending. Just a small pinprick of light down in a, a preposterously large tunnel. And what was your roll again? 19. It shrinks down to 19 feet. Just making you almost like fit violently ill as you watch this tunnel that is infinite just kind of truncate as you persuade the world tree, the tree that holds up the multiverse, just shrinks and becomes just 19 feet long and leads to the outside of a stone wall. Outside of a stone wall? Okay. Well, here we go, you guys. You ready? Let's go. Nice job, Penelope. Yep. Thank you, Tree. Dive in. <laughs> I will snuff out my hand and then follow. Okay. You you all go into the, the, the tunnel. It is mm-hmm. literally made out of Idrisil itself. And you see all these rings as well all around you. And little tiny fireflies are kind of glowing as you enter the tunnel. Then you come to this very specifically stone wall, clearly made out of some kind of magic. Oh, all right. The next part of the puzzle. Who's up? Um, do I see anything with true sight? This definitely looks like an Alindra sort of puzzle. What kind of thing do you pick up with true sight typically? Um, so you, anything invisible? So it's invisible. It's hidden passageways. It's uh uh. Through illusions too, right? Yep. Yep. So okay. It, uh. So okay. So it's giving me. 
Uh, normal and magical darkness, invisible creatures and objects automatically detect visual illusions and succeed on saving throws against them and perceive the original form of a shape changer or a creature that is transformed by magic. Furthermore, I can see into the ethereal plane. Okay, so you see both the stone version and the ethereal version of this wall exists in both places, and you see that it is a hidden door. And there is a 23... Uh, button code that you need to basically press in every pebble that's in every crack of the wall in a very specific order and you can kind of see exactly what order you need to press it um, okay. possibly can you go ahead and roll me an arcana check yes. I'll give her guidance <laughs> divine luck uh, so that's a 21 plus guidance Twenty-three. Okay. Twenty-three for the twenty-three. <laughs> twenty-three for the twenty-three. Yeah, you 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 take a rock out of the wall and then you put it somewhere else in the wall, and you're just watching Alindra kind of just do something that just looks completely just bonkers, strange, and just reassembling the wall a little bit, and then a crack opens in the center of the wall, and it opens almost like elevator doors, and you are flooded with golden light, and you feel air rush out. You see before you uh, a golden glow and a 10-foot wide hallway going very far down uh, immediately, but you won't see more unless you step through. Rival step through. Okay. You, you step through, you see several hallways, and down every hallway, you see you see this stone and it's kind of a white marbleish stone with golden veins in it. And you see prison cell after prison cell after prison cell that almost seems to go infinitely down multiple hallways. And all of them have some kind of energy glowing from them where there would be glass or bars. You see this amber like pulsing glow like a force, some kind of force field, and you see just a ridiculous amount of people Br and creatures. Briv will try to uh, release every single creature in here. Uh, does he see a way um, does he see a way to actually open cages? Uh, go ahead and give me an investigation check. Just for the record, I absolutely hated the movie Cabin in the Woods. Just putting that out there before this goes. Spoilers! <laughs> Uh, Orkira, while he's doing the investigation check, Orkira will walk in. Does my uh, locate creature activate? Uh, yes, it does. You do sense where the dragon version of you, the golden dragon version of you from the alternate reality is. It's quite a bit a ways. Okay, and what do you get? 18 on investigation. You look around, you're, you're looking around the walls and everything, and there are no buttons, there are no handles, there's nothing. I am going to try to um, let me just make sure that I still have this. Um, yes, I am going to try to cast Dispel Magic on the nearest um, creature's gate. Okay. Doesn't matter which one. 
Yeah, are you, are, you're not looking for anything specific? I am seeing if Dispel Magic works. Okay. The first one you walk up to is unsettling because initially you <laughs> you can't quite... Oh, no. Oh, uh, we just lost Todd. Oh, no. We won! <laughs> we won! Uh, did we, though? Uh, also, B-Dave, you're muted. I just, like, we said, hey, are we done? We got him. <laughs> is that how that works? <laughs> I don't know. Am I back? All right, you're back. You're, you're back, back. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's hard to see. Uh, does everyone else enter the hallway? So you're, like, you're messing about. Oh, of course. You yeah. cast a spell magic at this moment. Uh, I need perception checks from everyone. What does my 30 get me? It gets you the thing. <laughs> I got a two and I mean, a three. I'll... So freely just back in Brim's play with this. Oh, oh, no. I did roll a 29. Wow. You did roll a 29? Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm a rolled 19 with a passive 22. So okay. 23. I, I, I like the rolls in particular because, well, there's a higher chance of wild magic surges, to be frank. <laughs> So, I mean, it happened last time, so yeah. Uh, right as Briv casts the spell magic, yeah, the wall comes down, and you see written above it in primordial, it says dolls. Just dolls. And the shield comes <laughs> down, and there are about a hundred <laughs> Jester Joes and about a hundred machetes. Oh, God. Yeah! <laughs> I'm going to <laughs> I I'm look over at Alindra and I'm like, Hail, I am thine liberator. Thou dost owe me fealty, and thou shouldst join us in our fight against the evil Norn. Ah, Machete, I never thought I was going to see you again. You, you see like a hundred machetes all at the same time. We never thought we'd see you again. Wait, Roll this is good persuasion. Press, bad press. Uh, yeah. right. I would Wait, I'd like to persuading. Uh well Briv. Briv is trying <laughs> to make them swear filthy to him. Or here's trying to sound out the the primordial on top of the thing. It's like, I'm still learning how to oh. Yes. Oh that is a high charisma score that Briv still marrow has. Um so that is gonna be a 28. <laughs> if I did that. Yeah, wait, what is nine plus nineteen? That's yes. a 28. 20, yeah. 28. Yeah, 28. Yep. The more you know. Uh, you hear all these tiny voices. We swear to fealty. We swear to fealty, liberator. Huzzah. Now, whose soul do you want us to take? No souls yet, but possibly the Norn. Uh, Nithog. Oh. Do we know that guy? Because apparently he's got it coming. Just wait for me to tell thee which souls to take. And once I say it, jump on it. Like stink on mess. Are we... You see all these like little Jester Joes and these little machetes like brandishing their weapons. And they start kind of swarming around Briv. And like Briv? crawling up Briv onto his shoulders. Art thou any of these still in the packaging? <laughs> Wasn't that the cell we just took them out of? We, <laughs> <laughs> we destroyed we all the of their collection. is burst. Yes. <laughs> Only that, Jasper. Those were worth so many gold, and now... 
Only that Chester Joe. We don't like that Chester Joe. We keep him in the packaging. That's dark. Very dark, but let us go along now. And ba- basically, Briv is saying that um, uh, now that I know that this works, we probably should try to come back and release these captives. No one belongs in a ch- cage. Uh, I agree. Um, the dragon is, and I will point in the direction the dragon is. The dragon's that way. Um, do we want to go get the dragon first and then like release who we sure. can on the way out? Well, yeah, I Perhaps definitely think dragon, dragon. She's probably going to be pretty helpful in a scrap. So yeah, yeah definitely yeah, yeah. dragon first. Yeah. And she's fading away, so we got to hurry. Yeah. All right. You start moving along uh, down the hallway and you see like uh, you see variants of yourselves. You see uh, very upsetting for you, Freely. You see an entire group of vampires just stalking backwards and forwards behind one of the amber walls, staring at you. Me? They're leering leering at you. Oh, yeah. There's a vampire Freely amongst them. Freely, how did you let this happen? (laughs) Who are you? Come, Whittle? Calm freely, wait, wait, calm is there, freely. Is, wait, is there a not vampire Whittle in there? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, with, a of, with a bunch of vampires. Would be dead Whittle. Yeah. <laughs> is non vampire Whittle in there? Well, she was. Yeah, <laughs> she used to be. I'm, I'm going to come back and have a word with you about this, but, but stay, mission. Bruce strolls mission. through and just says, Ventru sucks. And it's uh, <laughs> <keeps>, like walking. <laughs> oh, I'm just gonna back away. Oh yeah, that's uh, you know. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna summon my warlock hex weapon that I can make look like anything. <laughs> what? Okay, sorry. Um, mm. stay, stay on target. Stay on target. Stay on target. One, one prisoner at a time. It's true. She took some willpower damage. It's fine. Okay. Uh, I will continue to lead everybody in the direction I feel the dragon. Okay. Uh, Alindra, for you, your true sight is picking up something very strange. All of these energy walls are connected. And even though Briv cast the spell magic, the shield, the wall comes back up uh, very soon after the dolls escape. And you see like little kind of almost like the, the golden uh, veins that you see in the walls themselves are transmitting some type of magic to these these kind of force shields. And they all seem to be coalescing much further down the hallways. Can I tell what kind of magic it is? Uh, it is definitely abjuration. Okay. Um, so it's the veins that are in the in the stone that yeah. are that are feeding this. It's woven through. Right. Um. We have a few options here, then. Um, I suppose perhaps we need to cast the dispel on the veins of magic themselves rather than the cell doors. Is this like one place is the power source? And maybe we need to find the power source to where all this It could be, yes. I mean, I still think we should go get the the dragon. Yeah, maybe we should get the dragon first. Right. Because, you know, fading and also dragon. And then, yeah, maybe maybe we go find the, the center place and 
Briv cast a spell on that. Okay. That's well. And then I bamf us out of here. Okay, you continue to move forward. You do see, again, uh, you see a full cackling demon as you walk by. It looks very much like Penelope Halfpint with curling horns and red eyes and two sets of teeth, two rows of teeth inside her mouth. You see a briv made entirely of iron. You see all of these versions of yourselves, but also versions of other people on top of this. Um, as you pass cell after cell after cell, you get you go further down this hallway. The hallway itself is about, I would say, about 1,000 feet. You're heading in the direction of Orkara. Continue to move forward. We got Long Strider and uh, Ticking Time Clock. Let's do this. Yeah. Okay. Orkara, can we do sending? Yeah. And. Um, I can try. I mean, uh, I can as well, but that might be a faster way to find Dragon, Dragon you. Um, do you want to send the sending while I'm sure. concentrating on the locating? And then send maybe me. we can triangulate um, from there. I will also, ha- maybe she doesn't want to hear from me. Fair. Why would that um, be? I will cast sending uh, to Dragon or Kira and say, um, hello, Dragon Orkira. It is Elphalindra. We were in Waterdeep together. There were undead and creatures and adventures. Uh, we're here to, to help now. Oh, I thought you did help. And me being in prison, was that helping? It's been decided. No, I don't think it's good. But now we know what's ending work. We, we can explain the details when, when we get there. I mean, she's so got to be within a thousand feet. I'll cast a second one. Uh, <laughs> welcome to my world, Lindra. Uh, I will cast a second one and, and say, um, uh, he decided we made the wrong choice. We are here. Where are you? Here. Uh, oh, the, the walls are all white and glowy and uh, there's like an amber wall and uh, I, can, I can I can hear I think I can hear all of you talking but I'm a dragon so can you make I can't do it again <laughs> I want my group chat back up uh, she's gotta be within a thousand feet and I know she's in that direction so at least we now know sending let us go let us go. You and see if a we little find the central thing, then we should destroy it she as well. She can hear us. You see a silver humanoid walk up to you. Hello. What are you doing here? Sorry, busy. Bye. And I'm gonna try to just walk away. <laughs> we have intruders. You gotta go quickly. I, 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 I'm gonna try. No, I try to kill yeah, it. Yeah, we're about it. to roll this up. Yeah. No, I think yeah. Freely yeah. and Brave are both like, what? It, it's gonna be destroyed before it can send off a message. Okay, yeah. you guys take I'm care of it. We're gonna go get the dragon. Let's yeah. Uh, go ahead and everyone roll initiative. Yes. <laughs> we're in it. We're doing violence. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate the the moment. It's like, what are you doing here? It was done for. <laughs> you're 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 probably right, but Okira is gonna try. <laughs> All right. Do you need us to to? Penelope um, got nineteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
24. Whoa. Seven Oh. 17 for Akira. 17 for Brood as well. Uh, your dex is probably better than mine, so you're probably going before me. It will. It's, it's choice in 5e. 14. Ty, Ty goes to choice, not not dex anymore. And Alindra? Five. Five. Okay. And all right, go ahead. And first person up is Freely. What you doing, Freely? Uh, does it, is uh, 24. Ooh, is 27 enough to hit it? <laughs> yeah, 27 is okay. enough to hit it. Okay. Um, all right. Then, uh, uh, ooh, is, is 22 enough to hit it? 22 is enough to hit it as well, yes. All right. Then I'm just going to, I'm going to drop two, um, attacks with the meteor sword and two level one smites. So, and, 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 and I apologize, Adam Briv will also go immediately after him. Then we'll go back into a normal initiative order. Sorry. Okay. Uh, so that's 20, 24 on the first hit. Okay. And, um, 18, uh, 22 on the second hit. And 22 on the second hit. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. For a total, uh, that, oh, that, uh, well, lucky I still have it in front of me here. Uh, 24 and 22, 46. All right. You do 46 points of damage. You stab it twice with your sword. <laughs> Yup. It's still <laughs> up. All right. Uh, go ahead and roll. Uh, Briv, you want to make your attack? Um, uh, oh, no, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Yep. Um, so uh, I want to, um, I, I, I uh, kind of, you know, turn to the action figures, not dolls um, all around me and simply uh, say, plug its holes. And then, um, and then basically I go and attack it with uh, steadfast. Um, and let's see, oh, oh, first roll is a 20 on the die. Okay. Hey! 29. Uh, and Chaos. second roll is dirty 20. Does that hit? Both hit. Okay. All right. Go ahead and roll me some damage. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and smite on I mean, critical. On a 20, you have to. <laughs> Yeah, and so, oh goodness, that is a lot of dice I gotta roll. Actually, let me try to do it here. Why is life so hard? <laughs> oh, poor so you! <laughs> so many, so dice. much math. Oh, it's okay. We'll we'll wait. We're happy to wait for the math. There's one for improved divine smite. So there we go. There. Um, let's see. Oh, look like a good roll. All right. So then, um, while, while he's mapping, can, can I ask, you said it was a silver creature. Yes. Can we get a little more description? It uh, is a silver construct, uh, made to be humanoid. Uh, it seems, you know, it has a sword that is part of its right arm and it also has a gun in its left. Okay. Okay, so that's uh, that smite uh, uh, critical right there. Um, 85 points of damage. 
it doesn't wow. have a gun or a sword anymore. It's got a death. It's got a I lot don't of death. think they're friends. And it explodes with divine. And explain to me how this thing dies. <laughs> so um, as uh, as the creature walks up, starts to act like it's uh, about to uh, to go. Uh, Freely was a little closer, but we reacted very very close to the same time. And he kind of swings and attacks. And I take a few steps forward and say that to the action figures, and they start to just you know jump all over like little dolls that are animated with life somehow <laughs> and um they start uh you know pulling its mouth closed and all kinds of that and then basically trying not to harm the dolls and make them any less mint than they are now that they're out of the package um i slice through um you know deftly through and basically just uh you know one shoulder down to to other hip um slice it into and um, as it does, the divine energy kind of bluish for, for Briv um, comes out of uh, Steadfast, which is in great sword configuration right now. And, um, and, and you see that it just kind of starts burning, uh, burning all its innards um, and, and falls to the ground. Okay. And it does so. It just kept, just explodes everywhere and little pieces just riddle the floor sliding around everywhere and it is no longer speaking and you, you kind of hear like a final mechanical voice and i step on friends. it with my boot <laughs> and it crackles and then you hear two dimension doors open up on either side of the hallway just and a large mechanical almost like steel spider crawls its way through the portal. And at the other end of the hallway, at the same time, this almost dragon-like creature, also made out of steel, appears through a dimension door and crawls its way out, extremely large, filling the size of the hallway and hisses and roars. Yes, really? Two quick questions. One, are these contraptions between us and Orkira Cell? Yes. Second question. The gun that the silver thing had, is it attached or was it carrying a gun? Uh, it, it's attached. Okay. Because I was like, I remember Penelope. I know how this works. Okay, cool. <laughs> Which one of the creatures do we have to go through in order to get to the dragon cell? Uh, you diff. Because you said one opens. The, the, the dragon-like one that has no wings is the one that is in front of you at this moment. And that's the one that's in the direction of the dragon or Kira's cell. Okay. Yes, absolutely. I'm so, pointing so, so, in that direction as like, that's the one we got to get through. So, okay. Some questions of timing there, though. Uh, so that was, you know, just my first attack. Um, does that happen... Like in reaction, it, it, it does happen move? after. Can, yeah, can, can I move at this point? Yeah, you can make some movement. Uh, uh, okay, so I'm just going to use all of my movement to try to. Um, if I'm understanding this right, there's uh, two hallways. Is that right? You're in one the, hallway. Okay, one hallway, and there are two creatures on that either are side. both on. Oh, behind us and in front of us. Or yes. okay, got it, got it, got it. Okay. I'm going going to uh, charge forward then, um, and I am just trying to position myself between uh, it and the rest of the party, and I'm just trying. I, I will try to distract it the next time um, to to see if uh, if people can slide through. All right, Penelope, it is your turn. What are you doing? 
and you just the spider just fills it's making sure it's like elongating all of its legs to try and make sure like nothing can get past us and it has this, these beady glowing reddish eyes so it's a spider that seems to be ready to attack us or the dragon they're both they're both rearing up and but Briv has positioned himself against the the dragon between it and the the dragon without wings. It's more it's more like a, a like lizard. Yes. Okay. Uh, Penelope will, knowing that all you guys have the dragon handled, she's going to focus her attention on the spider and she's going to turn around and say, "Things are about to get hot in here," and she's going to cast heat metal on it. Okay. Nice. All right. Tell me about heat metal. Okay, so choose one manufactured metal object. You can see within range. Cause the object to glow red hot. Any creature within physical contact of the object takes a certain amount of damage, which I'm going to cast at a higher level. And one, two, three, four. Until the spell ends, I can use a bonus action to continue damaging it. So uh, that'll be 4d8. Okay, go ahead and roll. One, two, three. And that's going to be, oh, 13 points. Okay, so this 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 spidery creature that is currently behind you just glows red hot white. And you can kind of feel the heat wafting through the hallway as uh, Penelope Halfpine Cats casts heat metal on it. But it seems resistant to the heat. Mm-hmm. It seems to kind of absorb some of the energy, but it does look like it's taken some damages. Some of the metal on the outside seems to bubble. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. All right. And now this weird liz- steel lizard creature is going to act. It immediately roars at all of you and screams and its jaw unhinges and you see these almost sword-sized teeth and fangs all erupt out and kind of oscillate in and out, in and out of its teeth, out of its jaw. And everyone needs to make me a constitution saving throw. Saving throw 19. Ooh. Okay. Oh, shoot. Are I'm we gonna... blessed? Is that help? No, blessed is over. Oh. I'm going to spend one of my halfling lucks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or not, not halfling luck, my feet luck, but spend not, one. Not sure um, if anybody's within... T- I don't know how close the creature was to us when it appeared out of the di- dimension. What, what's the radius of your paladin ability? Uh, it is 10 feet. Yeah, you have moved ahead of everybody. Okay. Got it. I'm going to then use my inspiration to try that again. Nope. Uh, I got to 19. 26. 16. 21. 16 for me, too. All right. Every, everyone who failed takes one, 27. One, one okay. quick second. Penelope, you did you use your bardic inspiration? Oh, it's a D8? Yep. I shall, thank you. I shall use that. Hopefully we can get something. Oh, with an eight. Yes. So that looks like a 20-something. <laughs> thank nice. you. Nice. Very good. <laughs> yeah. uh, everyone who failed, uh, you take 27 points of thunder damage, and you have to drop everything that you're holding. Ooh. And you are stunned for one minute. Oh. So um, you are you are able to make another save at the beginning of each of your turns. 
Did any of us uh, actually get... Uh, did any of us fail? I did. Ah, okay. I did too. Oh, okay. All right. And that's its action. Now we are on... Riv Steel Marrow again. <laughs> because uh, you took the initial action. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm going to... Um, uh, attack this creature. I, I I would definitely try to see, um, maybe because I've been pr- playing a lot of Horizon Zero Dawn. Like, is there anything like that looks, um, you know, kind of uh, like a weakness or anything on the creature, or does it look is, like I just need to shrug it up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can go ahead and make a perception check or an insight check. To, so uh, to clarify, though, I'm not doing this in lieu of attacking it. I'm trying to see, like, yeah. quickly if I can gauge anything. You, yeah, I'll allow you to try to to, to to gauge something, but this this, this is a little out of Briv's. Uh, did did you say perception check? Yeah, uh, more insight check, really. Okay, yeah. insight. That's fine. I mean, he's very trained in that. Um, sixteen. He also is a warrior, so. Uh, that's but um, yeah, sixteen. Yeah, you don't you don't see anything in particular okay, that looks like a high giant off button. Then I'm just going to uh, hack at it. Uh, first, I am going to uh, use a bonus action to. Um, I am going to channel divinity, and so um, a- as I do, I raise the sword. You see the blue energy just kind of slam down into me, and um, and then I just lunge forward at the creature, peerless athlete. So um, t- next ten minutes, um, uh, advantage on athletics and acrobatics checks. Um, and then I can, the amount I can carry, push, drag, and lift is doubled, and I can jump farther. Um, and so um, at this point, I'm going to uh, try to get like uh, just completely up in its grill and get it to pay attention to me. Uh, attack there. Okay. And uh, the first one's a 28. Did that hit? It most definitely did. Yes, it did. Yep. And then you the second, it. yeah, the second one is a 27. And so um, I am going to go ahead and smite with both of those as well. Um, okay. And, that, and I'm going to use, let's see which kind I'm using here. Um, yeah, uh, I'm going to go in and use the fourth level and the second level because I want to leave those third levels for dispel magic. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, so, all right. That uh, do you want me to just get on this and get back to? Yeah, you? go ahead and start rolling yeah. those dice for me, and we're, okay, we're, we're gonna go, move along to Orkara. Well, well, you're I'm being stunned. stunned. Yep, you can go ahead and make a saving throw. It's the start of your turn. Well, wait a second, I didn't get to do another thing, and I was top of initiative. No, what what happened was I made an error because mm. because Briv initiated the attack, and I had you go first even though Briv's like i i just hit it in the face so but, he had like really does that mean he's next though but he then we went back attack. to the top of the order yeah didn't we yeah but we're back around to the next round i mean i i fought it too and i had a higher initiative no 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 I'm what i'm saying, ahead of our saying like he had the initial surprise action basically and now we're in initiative and I, that's why i had him after you be me though <laughs> now yeah but you already got your attack that's what i'm saying we're not at the bottom we haven't gone to our oh, he, att- he attacked the other robot too he hit it for 85 points of damage yeah at the very like he that action was supposed to happen the very oh okay. right what happened here 
Okay, but you know, you just we tell thought me when you I go, just man. like freely and Briv do like yeah, a surprise Briv, round. Briv's not at the top of initiative. He's got a seventeen. You've got twenty-four. Penelope has nineteen. So, yeah, we're we're fine. We're we're still on 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 course. So, just, just tell me when I do something, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or Kara, do you want to roll? Your, your, yes, you can roll to oh. save. Okay. It's at the start of your nope, turn. That's a natural one. <laughs> oh my uh, God. So yay, well, magic. I continue to stand there. Fortunately, I didn't have anything in my hands because everything's in my bag. But otherwise, I'm just standing there somewhere in the back of my head. I'm like, I I can do that too, but it doesn't last this long. But yeah. Okay, Will, I'm what are you doing? Stunned. I, I'm stunned, so I have to save. What was the save again? Uh, it's 19. Constitution save. That was uh, 50 points of damage between the two attacks. Oh. Yikes. Mm. I did not save. I got a 17. Mm. <laughs> you are still unconscious, and that brings us to Alindra. Stunned. She's stunned. She's not unconscious. That's different. Oh, God. Yeah. No. <laughs> Alindra? We don't have time. We don't have time. We don't have time. I will cast. I will upcast Banishment and hit both of the creatures. Okay. Uh, it's a Charisma 18 save. How charismatic are a bunch of constructs? Hopefully not very. That's my thinking. Mm. Not much force of personality. Lots of force, not much personality. They both have minuses. They both disappear. Okay, did they oh. make the noise to indicate whether or not they are <laughs> um, to, if this is their native plane of existence or not? They are definitely coming back. Okay, we have one minute. Let's go. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Briv is going to stay um, behind the party where they should theoretically reappear and uh, just says uh, holler if thou dost need me. Okay. And it's relatively close, right? Where we think Orkira is. Yep. Okay. All right. So you get, you've got Orkira on the ground. We have two unconscious friends. We're, we're, have- we're stunned. So we're standing, but we're not. Yeah. Oh, what do we, what do, we do for that? Can can we shake them out of it? Yeah, I, I put my hand on Akira's shoulder and I shake her. Yeah, Akira? they do. I, I go stand going, you're next going to them have... to help them okay. on their saving throw. <laughs> I will go ahead and allow you to like shake the crap out of them, and it is a magical stun. Uh, but I will give you advantage on your saving throws. Each person who is currently stunned. Okay. Roll with I, advantage. I head to Orkira cell because who knows if if they're going to be able to wake them up in time. So I stay on the mission. We don't we don't know where it is without Orkira. I mean, it's well, close. You know we can look. Yeah. We can look inside. It's a dragon. Like I mean, I'll know if I see her. Griff, how much was your bonus? Uh, plus four. Then no, I make no, it. No, no, no. Yes, yes. Plus four. Sorry. Then I make it. Oh. Ah, ah. We have God, to what happened to them? We have to go. We have to go. They're, they're, they're gone, but not for long. We need to oh, disappeared. Uh, was and... the plus four for um, everyone who was stunned or just or care? Uh, well, Br- Briv is literally walking where you can bask in mine presence <laughs> as thou dost try to shake thyself free. So, yes, like I get close enough to you that hopefully it will apply. <laughs> okay. All right. So, Whittle, do you, do you, do you roll? Uh, I rolled one fifteen. So, plus four. If if you're close enough, that would be a nineteen. 
Yeah. So you're um, out of it. You're you're conscious suddenly. And the advantage would have well, been not stunned, but not, you weren't unconscious. You were just stunned. Sorry. And okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's go that I was, way. I was stunned by Brib's armor. <laughs> Freely, you start running ahead, and between Freely and uh, the rest of you, the large lizard-like creature reappears through plane shift. But I'm I'm past it. Yeah, you're pe- you're behind it. Perfect. All right, I stay I stay on stay on the mission. Who made it? And past? we are still in initiative. Okay. So freely, you are at the top. Uh, uh, I'm at the top, but I'm um, the only one closest while, while to it. While it is banished, it is incapacitated. So oh, it is incapacitated. Cast a spell. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, okay. Unless well, it fine. ends up on its native plane, if because it's not a native plane. Right. Okay. Yeah. Don't, I'll allow it. Yep. Yeah, yep. You're right. Okay. So it does not reappear. You start running. Go freely. Uh, go, go, go. And we're right behind yeah, you. Yeah. Do I see her? Uh, not yet. I mean, you're pointing out the direction. How, how fast is everybody moving? Like, is everyone ru- rushing ahead? What's happening? Mm-hmm. Briv was hanging back to um, stay with uh, where, where he thinks these creatures are going to come back. Okay. Uh, once we're all past, Briv, Briv, come on, come on. We're we're going to go. Okay. <laughs> I'm, ke- I'm just keeping up with our Kira. Okay. All right. You all go, you go around the corner and you do see a massive cell and you see the golden dragon that is Orkara in that cell. It's probably, it's taking up much of this particular hallway. And you just hear it. Hi. Is there any obvious like door handle or off switch or anything? No, there is not. Briv, we need your dispel. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I found good, good news, bad news. Good news. I found her. Bad news. There's no button. Uh, open sesame. Here, 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 here. But the, the other creatures are going to co- come back when I do this. Um, but I have to spell magic. Then I won't keep, get us keep in. Keep them no, it, away. There, there's a way to do this that it won't come, that we can get in and out. I was, okay. It's simple. Penelope will cast the spell magic. Okay. And what does it, what do I have to roll for dispel magic? Uh, it does fail. It just comes down. Okay. Uh, it is temporary, though. Uh, thanks, okay. thanks, Penelope. We have to go. And just it shrinks and like folds its wings down and kind of like huddles very close to the ground and crawls out of this very small cell into the hallway. Can't now it- turn into like a humanoid? I've heard that some mighty dragons could do this. Yeah, I guess that might be a smart thing to do right now. A little more convenient. And Orkira polymorphs into a tiny golden kobold with wings. Hi. Is this small enough for all of you? Mostly is it small enough for you so that you can fit. Um, Aren't thou cute as a button? Do we want to just leave? Or are we still trying, now that the alarms are off, are we still trying to bring everything down? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I mean, we still need to stop this from happening. They're still going to eradicate like entire realities. So we open all know. the cells and we defeat the Norn. That's that's the wait, uh, wait uh, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I realize that we're all just like the Norns are bad, but I mean, are we sure that literally everyone here is like wrongfully in prison? Because those vampire asses look pretty pretty committed to badness. Uh, you know, are, are we sure we just want to let everybody out? Anarchy, yeah. 
Okay, right. let's do it. I don't know how we have enough time to pick and choose, and I don't want to be the person that does. Let's do it. I didn't even want to be... Yeah, let's go. Um, Bear oh. Ratlock, in my time as an attorney, I discovered that if a judge is corrupt, then all of their sentences that they have proclaimed get rescinded. And so therefore the Norn are corrupt. And so all of these prisoners should go free. And if they are still evil, I'm sure they'll do something else evil and then they will be imprisoned again. But hopefully they won't have a corrupt judge this time. Uh, I'm convinced, however, that how are we going to find them? Well, I don't know how we find them, but shouldn't we start with finding where the central place is that has all the power that's powering all the cells? Uh, that's fine. The, I mean, the, the they all just, like, came out of Dimension Door before. They just, like, appeared. So, and this hallway seems to go, like, forever. So, again, don't get me wrong. Super down with the jailbreak. I just don't know how to proceed. Uh, Linda, you can see exactly the direction that all these little veins are kind of heading towards. They all branch from the same river. Okay. Of magic, uh, for sure. It's It's that way. Oh, okay. Well, then let's go that way. All right. Are you all sticking together? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. You start, you, you, you move ahead and you don't see any other uh, robotic creatures. It does take quite a bit of time and you do get to the central hub and you see what is basically um, a pedestal with a kind of gooey, amberish, kind of amorphous blob in the center. And that's where all these little golden tendrils are coming from the wall or like centering on and connecting to. Does it look sentient? Uh, it's hard to determine what looks sentient and what doesn't. Art thou alive? It does not I respond. The big glowing go go amber orb does not respond to you. And then I, I do have a good way to say, so I actually fingers the temple and try to telepathically speak with the creature. And if it's sentient, I will be able to. Okay. Yeah. You don't get any sentience off this thing. It's not alive. Let's kill it. Prove <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna go in. Yeah, that and, uh, sentence is quite counterintuitive. What <laughs> <laughs> makes sense for Briv? Once that's done, uh, get close, and I'll plane shift us out of here. And so, basically, I'm trying to either hack it uh, quickly, or if I need to dispel magic, I will take hands with Penelope and anyone else who might can do that. And through the power of friendship and just badassery. We will dispel. Yeah, you 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 try put your great sword to it, and it just kind of kongs. You do, you get the sense that perhaps uh, some magic is required to shut this down. Penelope, Daddy, does anyone else know this magic? Very well. It is a circle of two. Not today, I don't. I'm more of a hands-on type <laughs> practitioner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you cast the spell magic. Yeah. Huzzah. All right. What is uh, what do I need to say for? We do need to say for this one. Uh, we would make yeah, a caster check if yep. needed. If it's a third level or below effect, then yeah. it is automatic. If it's higher than that, we need to roll. Okay, go ahead and roll. I Can we get like a moment. help action? Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is an 18 on the dice. Oh, so wow. that would be a uh, for Briv, that would be a 22. Is that higher for Penelope? Yes. 
Okay. It is higher. It's higher than Penelope, or does Penelope? What, have what, what's one? your is your caster? Uh, tw- uh, is your wisdom a twenty? Um, hope it's uh, an eighteen. Okay, so it's the same. It's the same. Okay. All right. Um, and what's the difficulty then? Uh, they beat a ninth level spell. So yeah, yeah, they did. Okay. Yeah, it just it the, the orb itself just dissipates and all the glowing energy kind of dies in all of the hallways and just kind of like moves in a wave around and the entire area stops glowing. Gl- this amber glow stops and you're left in kind of a dim light and you hear the sound of like hundreds of creatures and 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 mortals just running around screaming. Uh, all right, everybody get close. I'm gonna get us out of here. Okay, but, all right. Is it that's it? We're just gonna leave them and not fight the Norn or Loki or okay, okay, let's go. I mean Is that what we are doing? Yeah. I, I, no, we're like we haven't we've haven't done the job. We gotta go face the Norn. I'm yeah. not certain that we can kill the Norn, but I am actually okay with trying. Okay. I'll I'll keep the plane shift in my back pocket. I don't know where to find the Norn. Um where do we go? Elendra, <laughs> you know you have about 10 seconds left in this minute. Where Jester Joe's go? and machetes. I can... Yeah, I hit Thaumaturgy when all of the different us's are entering the hallway. I say, any of you that are heroes, where are the Norns? Those of you that want revenge, come with us too. Where are they? And as he calls this out, I, I will cast Locate Creature on one of the three Norn that I remember seeing at our trial. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, and there's no save versus that locate creature, correct? Nope. If they're within a thousand feet, I know what direction they are. And they if they're moving, dr- I know that they're moving. And yeah. Yeah, they are directly above you. Yeah. They're, like, like flo- one floor up? <laughs> not, not, not one floor up, several floors up. <laughs> but yeah. That way, and I just point. I can. I'm. I've got a lock on one of them. So into the trunk of the well tree. Uh, or I don't know. I don't know what's up there. I just know that they're in that direction. Are there any stairs? We need to go. Uh, You do see a set of stairs at the end of one of the hallways, leading up and leading down. Let's go. Let's go. I'm running. Yeah. All right. You all run ahead. You start heading up the stairs. And at this moment, you uh, dimension door opens up, and this steel-like dra- draconic creature crawls back out of its dimension door. And behind you, another dimension door opens up, and the steel spider, still kind of bubbling from the heat metal that Penelope cast on it, appears at the bottom of the stairs as you are running up the stairs. And we'll go ahead and keep initiative order freely. What are you doing? So which one is ahead of us? The, uh, directly ahead of you is the 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 uh, the the lizard-like steel creature. It's all of its little fins on the back of it are razor sharp. And this is the one that Briv already hit once, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, this time you see as I run towards him, I just hold out my hand and the shadows coalesce into my hand again, uh, forming my shadow blade. And uh, going to, uh, I'm going to cast that at a higher level and going to go ahead and lay into it twice. 
You're uh, using the shadow blade or a my, shadow blade? No, my one that I summon, not not the other one that yeah, I. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I just right. point of clarification on that one. Yeah. Uh, the lowest I've got is a seventeen. Is that enough? Uh, no. You know what? That's weird because I'm blessed by the gods, and we're about to make it enough. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, yep. Favorite, favorite, favorite by the gods. So that seventeen is about to become a twenty-three. <laughs> okay. Yep. Uh, I'm not missing this. In uh, the second one, oh, that's a um, nineteen on the die. So I'm pretty sure that's going to be enough. Okay. This time, uh, I'm going to put two level two smites into this thing. So, uh, uh, oh, it's all good together. And while uh, you're doing that, a, a arc of wild magic strikes Orkira, and Orkira, you are, uh, are you holding anything in your hand at this moment? No, I've got everything in my bag. Yeah? Okay. You, you feel like the, your hand glows yellow suddenly. Your right hand. Oh. <laughs> yellow, not fiery. Just no, yellow? not fiery. It's just yellow. Okay. It's, it's and, and you, there's a strange smell, like an odor. It, it's kind of pleasant, maybe kind of unpleasant at the same time. And and you feel like it's kind of gooey. My hand. Yes, your hand becomes gooey. Um, oh, I knew there was gonna be bad things that happened when I turned into a god. Um. Yeah, you move your hand and the knuckles go backwards. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's normal. I'm double jointed. That's you know, that's one of the things I got <laughs> when the when the Cibriax poked me. I could just I could just do the thing and yeah. Important right. important point of clarification. Even though the the amber lights went off, we are not in dim light. Correct. It's fairly well lit. You here. are in dim light. I am in dim light. Oh okay. yeah. Double check here. Oh, okay. Neither the neither of them became twenties. That's cool. Okay. Uh, Seventy points of damage total. <laughs> All right, <laughs> just just laying it laying it down. <laughs> it was fifty for me earlier. And yeah, yeah, but I loosened it for you. <laughs> it's true. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and, and uh, let me drop a defensive flourish on that because this thing might hit me back, and I'm not looking forward to that. So, gonna add uh, another five points of damage, so seventy five. Uh, and my AC is going to go up by five. Okay. Yep. <laughs> That's it. Okay. You done, you've done an incredible amount of damage and it, it all, you knock several of these steel teeth that just embed themselves immediately into the wall at this moment. Or Carrie, your hand is completely made out of cheese ah, at this moment oh. and it's crawling up your arm. Oh, my hand is the cheese. What is crawling up my you arm? You have a cheese hand. <laughs> I mean, there are worse fates. Um, you get hungry. You, get hungry. you know, you all put a lot of effort into saving this hand. And now this. For clarification from Lauren, does Orkira know what's going to happen when I yes, touch something? You do sense that I you are do. one with the cheese. Okay, all right. <laughs> this is like infectious. Okay. <laughs> I'm just making sure because any of the stuff that I was going to do if I didn't know did involve touching other things. Okay. Uh, Penelope this... Half Pint, you're on deck. Oh, I'm just letting you know. Yeah. Okay. Is is the 
which is closer, the spider creature or the dragon creature? Uh, the dragon creature for sure. Yeah, I'm touching the dragon creature. Okay, well, it turns uh, to cheese. I would like it. I would like it to turn into the softest cheese imaginable because I have um, fire, and I would like to make it melt. Yeah, you'll have to. You'll have to wait to your turn to turn it. Try oh. to turn it into cheese. I'm sorry. I thought you were describing. No, because I, it was my turn. Yeah, okay. Well, now y'all know. You know what, during the dice rolling, I apologize. So, okay. Penelope Halfline, what are you doing? Can you, you know, as a druid, can you describe <laughs> the area for me? Yeah, are you we, are on small. A, uh, a marble staircase that is both going down and up. At, at the very top of it, you have this strange metal predator that is like a giant lizard, large construct, razor sharp teeth that freely just freely and brave have just knocked the snot out of, hissing and growling at you. And at the bottom of the stairs where you just came from. This, the the steel spider has crawled out of Dimension Door and is at the very bottom of the stairs. So that's kind of where you find yourself. You're about within 30 feet of, the, of this, this predator, this steel predator, and you are 30 feet away from the spider as well. Okay. Uh, seems like it's a kind of at least a little small of an area to do some of the things I want to do. So Penelope's going to pull out of her bag this almost see-through opal and she's gonna rub it in her hands and she's gonna run down the stairs and position herself at the uh, edge of everyone else and she's just gonna say well if you didn't like the heat maybe you'll like the light and she's gonna throw out her hands in like a kamehameha kind of style and she's gonna cast sunbeam (laughs) (laughs) okay what does sunbeam do a uh, beam of brilliant light flashes out from my hand. A uh, 60-foot long line. Each creature in line must make a constitution saving throw. On a failed okay. save, it'll take 68 radiant damage and be blinded. If You know what Sunbeam doesn't do? Create daylight. I know. Yeah, right? And what was the saving throw again? Uh, con 17. <sighs> it fails. We're all salty about this. this so it is so blinded. So salty. <laughs> And it takes 28 points of radiant damage. Yeah, and it's like chill touch, which is neither chill nor a touch. Yep. Mm-hmm. 28 points of radiant damage? Okay. Yes, and it's blinded. Uh, yeah, it does not appear to like, it doesn't wince in any way at all. It continues to move forward. And that is your turn. And at this moment, it's going to take its attack. Okay. And that is terrible news. Uh, it roars again. Nah, yeah, it roars again. Everyone make a constitution 19 saving throw. Uh, are we all close to Briv this time? You are all close to Briv, for okay. sure. Because of that, I made it. Uh, <laughs> I have an inspiration I'm going to use. Go ahead. Uh, I have a natural 20. You have a natural hey, 20? Hey, hey, more wild uh, magic. Yeah, the other hand is turning to cheese now, but at least I'm not stunned. All hail the cheese touch. What What did we need? You needed a 19. Okay. All right. Anyone not make a 19? I'm not okay. All right. Anyone who didn't make a 19, you are stunned and you take 27 points of thunder damage and you drop anything that you are holding. You are stunned for one minute and at the top of your turn, you can make a saving throw to try to get out of it. How much damage was it? 
27. Uh, 27. 27. Yeah. That's Penelope and Alindra didn't make it? Mm-hmm. No, they dropped to, but, well, they're stunned. They're just kind of frozen in place. Mm-hmm. And you almost feel like you see Amber start to grow on them at that moment. So what exactly happened that caused that? The roar. Okay. All right. And now we are on Briv. Briv, what are you doing? Um, I am definitely going to um, lunge forward and attack the lizard-like steel creature again. Okay. And its AC um, is 20. Well, that's good because that was the lowest roll I just had. Um, so uh, neither one of them were crits, though. Um, and I am going to go ahead. Oh, man, I am running low. Um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and use a couple of first level smites there. Okay. Um, and so that means. And or carrier on deck. Um, okay, so that does plus, there we go. Okay, uh, so that does uh, 32 points of damage between the two attacks. Okay, 32 points of damage, and these were smites? Um, yeah, first level smites. So, um, uh, let's see, 10 points of that was um, the, the sword. Gotcha. All right. And um, uh, this is on the stairwell. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. Uh, are we high up at this point when this happened, or are we just barely on the stairs? Right when you started going up the stairs, yeah. Okay. And the other, the spider is behind us? Yeah, directly behind Are, the, are they close to us at this point? Yeah, they're Both close enough. Yeah, yeah you okay. can close the gap between any of them. But they can reach through, like the space is big enough for that to exist. And so people can be beside me. Is that correct? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So what what I, uh, I, I actually want to, at this point in time, uh, with Peerless Athlete, I want to try to jump over this thing and uh, land on the other side of it uh, with movement. Um, that's going to be very difficult. Um, you're going to be... Oof. I don't know that you have enough room to jump over it in the stairwell. Well, it is a stairwell, so I'll, I'll, yeah, at disadvantage. Okay. I'm going to still try to do that because I'd like to be in that position. All right. Um, let's see. And I am pretty darn good at this athletics thing. Let's see. Um, okay. Disadvantage. Or Carrie, you do get the sense that your your hand, your hand of cheese your cheese will only affect inanimate ob- objects, not necessarily creatures or something that's animated. That's I mean, a seventeen a still with disadvantage. <laughs> I think um, constructs were technically and an- still animate. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, seventeen with disadvantage. My jump distances are doubled right now. Okay, seventeen with advantage. All right. Yeah, you uh, yeah. Oh, with disadvantage. All right, you you jump barely over it, and you kind of feel the blades kind of like nick the bottom of your shoes as you jump over it. I needed right. a shave anyway. And, right. um, and then I'm just I, I I just want to flank it on the other side. Okay. Or Kara, what are you doing? Uh, well, if I get the sense that touching it with my cheese hand is not actually going to do anything, which looks hurt worse? The the lizard creature or the spider? 
this, this yeah, the, this, for sure. The, the steel lizard is the thing that has been hurt the most. Okay. Um. All right. Um. Yeah, I look up at the ceiling and I squint and there's this glow that happens on the ceiling and for a moment nothing happens and then it goes <laughs> as I cast flame strike on this thing. Okay. I need it to make a dexterity saving throw DC 19. It's going to take half damage on a failed save, so... Let me know if it failed or succeeded. And, and what was the score that he needs to use? Uh, Dex 19. I am so glad that thou didst not do that two seconds earlier. It did get a Dex. Yeah, it did get a, uh, yeah it got a 19. Dead on. All right. So it's going to take... Um, uh, this is already halved, so it's going to take seven fire damage. And... Oh, that's a much better roll. Uh, 10 radiant damage. And uh, as part of that, since I did fire damage, uh, I'm going to use Warmth of the Flame, which is just a thing that I can do whenever I cast a, f a first level spell or higher that does fire damage. One creature within your choice, uh, within 30 feet, gets some health back. So a little bit of that fire that was on top of this creature jumps out. Um, and Alindra, uh, you're going to get uh, five health back. Thank you. Um, okay. And then... Is it still alive? It's definitely still alive. In fact, you are noticing, uh, in particular, uh, Alindro, with your true sight, you are noticing that it is very resistant to all the damage attacks that are striking it at this time. I it's reflecting a lot of the magic off of it. Stunned. Huh? Yeah, I would say you would know that if you were not like just frozen in place. Like, this is not, I, I'm not being uh, put to sleep, right? A stunned, yeah, creature, a, a stunned creature can speak haltingly, so yeah, and you don't lose concentration, so there. Um, magic, not fists, please. I will walk up to it and I will try to touch it and see what happens. I'll take my cheese hand and be like, oh, that's sticky. Just yeah, it does nothing. <laughs> yeah, sorry, but every every time something drips off your hand, a piece of the floor turns to cheese. Yeah, yeah. I All would right. love. To, do I get the sense it's just this hand or anything I touch? Uh, you get the sense that probably anything you touch will turn to cheese. Uh, so you're leaving little cheese footprints everywhere you go. There's a moment in where she's gonna reach out and grab her book, and then she's like, oh, "Damn it!" And she does nothing. Yeah, any non-magical object. Uh, Whittle, it's uh, it's you now. It's your turn. You know, sometimes you just need to be held, and I cast Hold Person on both the <laughs> Steel Dragon and the Spider. Uh, they have to make a Wisdom save of seventeen or higher. And I don't think hold, I don't think Hold Person's going to work on them. Yeah, it's a monster. You need, you need to cast ah, Hold darn Monster. It. it says humanoid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're not humanoids. They're not yeah. humanoids. Nope, they're I totally missed that part. Old monsters, what you would need, yeah. Mm -hmm. And Alindra, you get a sense that they are resistant to magic. 
Okay. Resistant to magic and physical damage? Not physical damage, just magic. You said that they were resistant to getting hit by the, the physical attacks, I thought. Yeah, so far it's been mainly physical attacks. Sorry, I should have said, like, the magic so, keeps so, on wafting off of them at, at every so time So it's magic they're resistant it. to, not yes. physical attacks. Yes. Okay, I will clarify that for everybody then. Um, so. Will? Fists! Hmm. Not magic! <laughs> What did she say? Magical fists? (laughs) No! I mean, okay. Hit hit hard! (laughs) Hit hit with fist. Okay. Uh, Cast fist. I'm gonna just, yeah, I'm gonna cast fist. I don't know, maybe I'll try punching one of these things. Uh, (laughs) Alindra said fists. Uh, let me know what you're doing. <laughs> weapons too. <laughs> oh, weapons, weapons. Okay. Well, I've got a a dagger that I can use. Okay. You want to make an attack roll? No. But... With a weapon. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Gosh, I don't even. I never use weapons, so I actually do not know how to do that in DDB. What would uh, I roll? If you go into your equipment, kind of you weapon? can click on, make sure you have the weapon equipped. So there's a little square next to it. You just click that. Mm-hmm. Once it's equipped, you can just, it'll give you the roll and the damage on the front actions page. Okay. Okay, there's my dagger. And just, just to also be clear, these creatures are taking some of the magic. They are damage. absolutely still taking some of the damage. So, okay. uh, Will, like, mm-hmm. if you're you're you are using a dagger, you're probably still going to be making a lot less damage than, say, a spell. Even though it's only taking half of the damage from a spell, uh, your spells are still far more effective than a single dagger in your hands. Okay. Well, I have a dagger now. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad we got that out of the way. And it's I, always good to have a dagger. I will cast fireball. Okay, <laughs> you, you you cast fireball. What what is the save for this? And are you do you uh, can you de- sculpt enough around your friends? Oh yeah, uh, the save is deck seventeen. Okay. Also, we're in a tree. Are these creatures large? They are both large. Yeah, no, not bigger though in a slash category. They are no, they are both okay. large. Just want to make sure. Okay. Yeah, so I will sculpt the spell so that it doesn't actually hit any of my friends, and also to prevent it from touching the ground, okay. to make sure I don't light our environment on fire. Well, you're you're currently in a stone staircase, so you're not at danger oh, of okay. that. Okay. Um, and it got a nineteen. Is that a save? That is a save. Okay, go and roll your damage. Uh, 46. 46 points of damage. Okay. So it takes half that, so 23, and then half of that. All right. Half of 23? Yeah. I would have done the same amount of damage with my dagger. (laughs) (laughs) But it wouldn't have looked half as epic. No, probably not. Yeah, yeah. And and how do you cast the fireball? The fireball just kind of sculpts around everybody and you push people out of the way? Is that the typical as, little as, thing? As you see me cast uh, fireball, you see just uh, this little blur of silver 
run past the fireball to move all of her friends out of the way. Um, and you see her kind of running in a circle, um, kind of crouching beneath this ball of fire to prevent it from touching the environment. Okay. You do so. And freely, you, you're established that you're ahead. Yeah, and then there's me, and then the dragon, and then Briv on the other side of the dragon, because we I, got it I pinned s- down. Yeah. I have a bonus action. Okay, what are you doing with your I bonus? I would like to use. Because I, I got these um, nifty lenses in my goggles, and there's a series of gears and coils that conduct heat and light. Um, so as a bonus action, I would like to use this as Crown of Stars. Uh, you would have to cast Crown of Stars. Did you cast it already? Uh, if not, yeah, that's two. That's two. Uh, level there's like spells. so many new things happening right now because it no, says, it, yeah, I think you might have to cast it first, and then you can use a bonus action to send one of the motes. Yeah, yeah, you you just can't um, you can't cast two leveled spells in a turn. You have to do you could do a spell in a cantrip, but mm-hmm. since you fireballed, you can't do that as well. That's that's the yep. challenge. Makes yeah. sense. Just getting my lenses ready for next time. Okay. It's a lot. All right. And now the spider is going to act. Uh, Penelope Affite. Oh, yeah. Why is nothing happening? Okay. Let's go do this old school way. That was weird. Is it attacking her? It is absolutely attacking her. They get That's- a 28 to hit. The, they're they're more than five feet away, right? Because we're kind of at opposite ends, right? Yeah, you're at opposite ends. Yeah. For okay. Sure. Does okay. that mean it, it comes closer to hit me? Is yes. it a melee attack? Okay. Okay, it hits. Okay. Sorry, this this new feature is not working. Um. You take. 16 points of slashing damage. Mm-hmm. Strikes at you again. It's a natural 20. Ooh. Yeah, I'm sorry. So, yay for the DM. That <laughs> means a wild magic surge for somebody in chat right now. <laughs> you take 30 points of damage. Oh, yeah. Slashing. And I will get my revenge. Thought us do damage for breakfast. <laughs> a ray of energy shoots out of one of its multifaceted eyes and strikes you at 60 feet. I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Me? Yeah. Yikes. It's a seven. Bye, everybody. <laughs> You are paralyzed for one minute. You can repeat your saving throw at the end of each of your turns. At the end? Oh, to end yeah. this effect, yeah. Okay. All right. We are at the top. Oh, wait, we're at uh, Alindra. The, yeah, the, yeah, I get, uh, it. I get full, a save, right? Yeah. Also, full disclosure, the dragon never did anything. Like, we beat uh, it the up the dragon or Kira, yeah. yeah. And, no, not the dragon. Well, I mean, and, yes, the dragon or Kira, but also the robot dragon that Briv and I are beating on didn't do anything. I thought it roared and paralyzed. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh but that roar was that? Oh, okay. stunned too? And wasn't, am I making that she up? Got, she went before the stun happened. Okay. 
And then got uh, beat up and restunned. Save is a con save, yeah? Yes. Nope. Mm. Um, I'm going to have Griff go assist whoever is making their next, uh, the next physical attack on it. Okay. And I will... Huh. Stairs. <laughs> you, yeah, you see Amber start, start to crawl over Alindra at that moment. Um, all right. So we are top freely. What are you doing? Uh, so since Briv and I have this thing on, um, uh, we, we have it flanked. That's advantage, right? Yes. Uh, I'm gonna draw my uh, the moon blade in my other hand, and we're gonna uh, double two weapon attack. Actually, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna keep my shield out because I don't want to get edited. But I'm gonna attack twice. Um, that is going to be a 28 to hit, no 26 to hit, which I guess is plenty, and uh, a dirty 20. Is that enough? I guess a dirty 20 yeah, is enough, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, dirty 20 is totally enough. Uh, I'm going to drop two level one smites on this thing. Actually, am I going to drop two level one smites? Hang on, let me see how many I got left. Yeah. As you are doing so, Arcara, mm. you fall immediately prone onto the ground with your cheesy hand, and everything you hit on the ground turns to cheese. Oh. Uh, everything spills out of your pockets. Anything that isn't magical is starting to become cheese as well. Unless it's so, something that you really don't want to lose. <laughs> is this um, when it says pockets? Everything is in my we just handy haversack. in your pack, right? Everything's in my handy haversack, with the exception of my book, which is clipped to my side. Okay. What uh, does my handy haversack open up and spill out? It does. Yeah, uh, this is a wild magic surge from chat, I, so I know, I'm going to say That's, they get what they get. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I have a yeah I'll have a question to send you in chat then (laughs) okay Uh, thankfully I rolled pretty well on both of those so the the, I'm I'm dropping level two smites on this thing okay Um, so the first one was 43 points of damage the second one is uh, 33 points of damage 43 and 33 Freely, just go down, go down. <laughs> yeah, you're just striking the teeth over and over again, and it just seems to take a pounding. Its head is denting in further in, and more and more teeth seem to get knocked out, but it's still up and moving. Penelope, I fight. What are you doing? I guess I got to make a con save. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. It's a dirty 20. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, you're out of it. You're no <sighs> Yeah, yeah. Can't hold me down. I'll get you next round. All right, Briv, what are you doing? I am, I suppose, attacking uh, the lizard creature. All right, and you have advantage. Yeah, okay. Um, so that's 27 with advantage there. And, uh, oh, that's a natural 20. On fire. fire. Um, All right. So um, I am going to, I'm running very low on spell slots, but I am going to still use a first level on that normal hit. 
and a third level, my last remaining one there for the critical hit. So okay. I, I will start yeah. doing all of the damage here. All right. And next on deck is Arkira, theoretically. What do you mean, theoretically? <laughs> I mean, you're rolling around and turning the world into cheese. <laughs> okay, so I have a dumb question. If I touch the floor, does that count? The floor is cheese. The f- okay. Where you're touching it is cheese. Yes. I would... Okay. <laughs> is it going to be an action to touch the floor? No. In no, a specific no. it, spot? It's becoming cheese as you are laying in it, and you are slowly sinking in the cheese. Not okay, like, perfect. A, not like... You know, you're not going to die right away. (laughs) Well, well, yeah. When when Briv is done, um, okay, that's going to be 88 points total damage. Um, and let's see. Um, it looks like 22 of that was like normal slashing damage. All right. How do you kill this thing? All right, so I uh, have jumped over behind it, um, and it kind of goes, it looks like it's about to recharge for one of those roar things, and um, I am going to basically, like, snap its jaws and, like, pull its jaws open a little bit more, and then basically I'm like, hold this, and then I, like, put my head up there and do some metal to, like, uh, you know, kind of protect my head while I hold it, and then I grab my sword, spin it, and then down its throat. Okay, yes, you violently, like, you you hear, like, even bolts, like, pop and snap as you pull its jaw open and teeth break. And then you shove your, your greatsword down its gullet and you just hear it scraping against everything that's important inside of this creature. And the magic and the magical light inside of its glowing red eyes dies. And slowly all of its metal body starts falling to pieces. And it is dead. Anyone who was affected by it, uh, you are no longer stunned. Oh, okay. I was about to say I move over close closer to them, but now uh, no it's need. Penelope, right? Yep. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Oh, I th- yeah. Penelope oh, was no. Penelope oh, was hit by the spider, so we're on Orkira. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to grab any of my stuff yet, even though I'm. There's a part of the back of Orkira's brain which is now in full-on panic mode as she had a lot in her handy haversack. Uh, but she is going to uh, move over as quickly as possible and I would like to touch the floor under the spider and turn it to Bree. Are they still uh, heated with heat metal? Are they going to melt through? I dropped, I dropped that. Yeah. Also, also, it's a giant metal spider on Brie. I would like it yeah. to sink into the floor like quicksand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alright. Uh, hmm. Go ahead. What's your spell cast, DC? This is gonna uh, Brie awesome. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, 19. Thank you all for tuning in. That's the kind of joke Brie Larson would make. Um, uh, I'd like her. Uh, okay. What is your spell, DC? 19. I would like to get this cheese off of me. This is the weirdest thing to ever happen. Uh, yes, uh, the, the ground around it turns into cheese and the spider immediately sinks with a thud to the bottom of the ground. I know you could That's find it. <laughs> and the spider... This is all Velveeta. 
I, I'm gonna ask the I go. Oh my god! You've been oh you've been holding god. on to those. But here we go. It's <laughs> <laughs> the last time I make you a grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah, the room smells of cheese and fiery metal and fireball and smites. I don't know what smite smells, but probably like creatine. Uh, Alinda, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you do. I mean, uh, Penelope, you do kind of knock. You're knocked out of the stun for a second. I am out of the stun. Yeah, you are. That's right. You actually saved. I apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're out of the stun. Are we still in initiative, or is that? take the spider out the spider is in cheese but you can hear it moving around in the cheese which just makes it worse because it gets into all of its joints but that's okay because that's that's cheese spiders behind us um is my arm do i think i can now touch stuff again without making the spider can teleport yeah Ain't well, wrong. it's not its turn here. That's why I'm asking. Like, well, it's turn. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, we're on Whittle. Whittle, what are you doing? Well, well oh, sorry. That, yeah. We're yeah. still in combat, technically. Whittle, what are you doing? Yeah. So you can hear the spider. Wait, like, well, I think Orkira is going to do another thing. Yeah, yeah, because you said it wasn't an action to just touch the floor, and so okay, it, that's fine. Fair. All right. So if if now I'm free of cheese curses, I want to grab my book and I want to cast. Um, or it's not, I'm not casting. I'm channeling divinity, explosion of life, and so everything around me bursts into light in a 30 foot radius, and everybody's going to get a D8 of temporary hit points right now. Which I'm going to roll, so everybody gets a uh, five temporary hit points, and then as a bonus action, now that I can hold my book again and do things, I'm going to cast mass healing word, and so everybody in 60 feet of me. Uh, including me, get seven real hit points back. So you get five temps and seven real, and now I am done. Thank you, Whittle. I appreciate it. <laughs> okay, Whittle, what are you doing? It was worth the wait. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Arkira. You're welcome. Uh, you and Alinda Lin- Whittle in particular hear the sound of a dimension door being opened at this moment. What are you doing? Oh, no, you don't. And she aims a fireball at the puddle of cheese that the spider is in. <laughs> Gross. Okay, so what? Just gonna boil. I, I will this say thing. that because it's in the cheese, I'm going to give it a disadvantage on the dexterity saving throw. Yes. <laughs> Have you ever been submerged in cheese? I mean, it definitely requires disadvantage. <laughs> I, I've yet I have to have so that many nightmare. questions, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a sounds like a Gouda time. Uh, well, that's a five plus. Three. Let's see if it does worse. <laughs> no, it did not wor- do worse than that. All right, go and roll your damage. Uh, Thirty-nine. All right, it takes half of that in fire damage, and the cheese just just starts boiling and melting and creates a crust around the spider. Different circumstances. This would be delightful. <laughs> What are you all? Uh, it's going. Yeah, it's casting dimension door and it's try. It's opens. It opens the dimension door outside of the cheese directly where it was above the cheese, but it's still crusted, encrusted with cheese and so, flailing about so as it, it comes out of the dimension a spell door. Or is this an innate ability? It's an innate ability. So, but it's okay. it's casting it and it's opening a dimension door above the cheese, so it just drops back onto the cheese. 
because the floor is cheese. It was It moves back on the other side of the cheese because you did touch the floor in front of it. So now it's on the wrong side of the cheese. So you have a moat of cheese between you and the spider. Excuse me, sir. There is no wrong side of cheese. Okay. Uh, We're always on the right of cheese. I've got one more thing I want to try. Okay, other than fireball? Yes, (laughs) I know. I'm outside my comfort zone. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to try Crown of Stars again. You can't? As a bonus action. But how does this thing work? You can't can't cast as an action. Yeah, you can't cast two spells in in a turn. To use the bonus... Oh, oh, oh stars. I'm just gonna cast. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna cast. And then on your bonus, I can use it. Yeah. All right. Why do you use so bad? I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah. So this this spider like creature creature is confused and trying to wipe off its eyes, and uh, it, it walks forward and like starts sinking in the cheese and like backs up. What do you do? Do you stay and fight, or do you run ahead? The moment there's a gap, push up the stairs. <laughs> yeah, let's go. It could okay, have dimension right in front of us, and it didn't. So let's rambling go. to push all of my stuff back into the handy. Griff will help, <laughs> and um, do you want me to cast a mage hand and help? Uh, I can use all help. I can get this. Is my entire life. I'll cast a mage hand and start grabbing everything and throwing it into Arcira's back. Okay. Are we out of combat? You're you're about to not be. Okay. Uh, Penelope is gonna just quickly. She says, "I, you guys, I don't want this thing coming coming after us again. Gonna give it one more try. Go on without me." And she's gonna turn and she's gonna say, "Okay, <clears throat> no magic, huh? No magic, no magic." Okay. She's gonna cast Wall of Thorns on it. Yeah. Because that is piercing damage. Oh, weird. <laughs> and it's a wall uh, of thorns covered in melting cheese, too. Yeah. Uh, you cast wall of thorns on it. Thorns erupt all over it. Tell me tell me how you do this. Uh, Penelope just throws her hands down onto the ground and it starts to, like, shake. And then these thorns just erupt underneath it. Probably through the cheese, I'm guessing. So cheesy thorns erupt <laughs> all over the stairwell, entangling the spider, and the spider screams. Does it do uh, any uh, damage on the initial cast? It does. Uh, dexterity saving throw, DC 17. Which has cheesy thorns are, Cheesy thorns are my favorite snack. I oh, that was forever. a 20. That was an actual natural 20. Oh. Really? But, uh, yeah, it did, oh, it, it, got, it, it did get its dex save, though. On, on both advantage. So disadvantage. we have still coming a crit from the spider and a crit from Griff, correct? Uh, yeah, we we just got yeah. Oh, there uh, we go. Oh, the crit from the spider just came in and it's yeah. hot off the press. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a good one to have. Yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> Especially now, so close to the end of the episode, we're just gonna run anyway. Why not? Thank you, Ashlon. Spider two three. Spider like has all these thorns erupt all around it and stops and looks at you, and this just wanders away, seemingly, seamlessly like just no longer knows why it's there or in the thorns, and it tries to scrape its way out of the thorns, but it's just walking away. And it like that, scrapes up and takes oh, damage and looks around and wanders. It like walks down the hallway. That's and then right. Walks you back. better run. Should we be concerned? 
No, yeah, no, no. A let's wild go. magic surge nope. strikes it, and it seems completely confused as, as to what or anything is going on. I'm going to come up behind after I've gotten everything in the bag, and I come to Penelope and tap her on the shoulder and be like, that was cheesy awesome. And I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on you. Okay. Um, and I'm, I'm going to do it twice because once is going to be out of my feet and once is going to be the other way. So you're going to get seven, uh, 13 health back. You're casting Thank it out you. of your feet? I, yes, I am. I I take my foot and I, I like nudge her a little bit with it. I will run with that. Sure. Uh, You'll run with your feet. Mm-hmm. A tiny baby griffin lands on your shoulder, Briv, due to another ununderstandable magical wild surge and appears on your shoulder. I will tell anything you want me to tell. Uh, I beg the pardon? Do you wish me to send you a message? Send a message to someone for you? Um, sure. I but like, like not too far away? Not too far. How far <laughs> canst thou go? Really specifically 25 miles. Okay. I want this is this is what I want thee to say. I want thee to go and find the Norn, and I want thou to tell them we art coming for thee all. Thou shalt start to quiver in thine boots. You broke off at some point. I think you miss your huzzah, uh, but I'll allow it. Uh, yeah, it, it flies off. I will tell them. It flies up the stairs. And we follow it. <laughs> that was brilliant. Exactly. You that are was out, a little meta for You're Adam, all out but... running the tiny animal. <laughs> <laughs> so you all are running Chris up the stairs. I, I I will whatever I will pick it up and I will run with it and just be like, just tell me where to turn. <laughs> up the stairs. Uh it is a heat sinking missile to the Norn. Actually, like you just kind of like if you I will allow you to tie a little piece of string to it, and it is just a homing beacon. Uh, and you are following this tiny baby griffin as it goes up and down the stairs through hallways, through mazes. Or, Kara, you still have your locate creature up as well. And it is this tiny baby griffin is, is steering you true. And then you, uh, through what looks like almost like a closet door on the side, you open this oak panel door, and there is the court of the Norn. All three of them turn high up from their thrones and look down at you. And that's where we're going to leave the game. Thank you so much, everyone, for watching the game. Thank you so much for uh, surviving the combat. I know it was very gnarly and nasty. These were two uh, terrible, evil, monstrous creatures. Uh, and thank you for oh, all so the amazing we. 20s. That is true. I have learned that. Not, I, not a good place for a wizard. Not a good place for cheese. Uh, no, it's a great place for a wizard, but yeah, I'm oh, so sorry that your fireball turned into a dagger in terms of damage. <laughs> but yes, they were both resistant to magical damage. So, uh, it, and if you're wondering why the spider got confused, apparently Todd was told that you suddenly forget what you were doing for one minute. <laughs> I thought maybe instead of me walking away from the game and watering my lawn, it would be better if I just made the spider forget what it was doing instead. So, uh, let's go around the room. Uh... 
or Kara Eldrex, played by Lauren Urban. Hi. Who are you and what do you do? Are you asking me or you're asking the, the person who sits in the back of my head the whole time? Ah, uh, the back of the head. Oh, okay. All right. Hi, I'm Lauren Irvin. I'm the community manager for Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. You can find me on Twitter as Lauren. You can find me playing a version of this character who also likes cheese, but isn't quite as powerful on Sundays on D4 on the Rock Punch ATL channel at four o'clock Pacific. You can also find me on the Sketching Hour, which is a show in where I talk a lot while two amazing artists draw amazing things and I just keep on talking. Um, I'm also the DM for Dungeon Drunks, which I keep forgetting to say, and then I get yelled at uh, by very, very kind people. So thank you. Uh, Jen Kretschmer, who unfortunately has been the uh, on the wrong end of stun all, all for <laughs> most of the game. We appreciate you. So <laughs> good. It happens. Uh, the dice come for us all at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, hi, I am Jen Crutchmer. You can find me on Twitter as at DreamWisp. You can find me streaming on Twitch as DreamWisp Jen. Um, I am a writer, producer, actor, uh, one of the authors on Campbell Mysteries. Um, I'm the creator of the Accessibility in Gaming Resource Guide, which you can find on my pinned tweet on Twitter. Um, I have a couple of new things coming up uh, on Friday. We have the premiere of uh, Vampire the Nightlife, which is an all-new Vampire the Masquerade show uh, through Renegade. Yeah, well, I'm not Ventrue, so don't worry. Uh, Damn. Gonna kill us all. You know what really sucks? Vampire's named Victor. <laughs> oh. That's weird. It's My headphones nice just cut out. <laughs> no, but blood. It's blood. No, I turned on a nonsense filter all of a sudden. You guys quit making sense. I don't know. That's. Hmm. You're still. I'm sorry. I'm in a Jelana's cube. I didn't mean to stop. Stop. Yeah. Interrupt your uh, speed. It's all good. Um, the only other thing I have is Monday. I am playing Juliet in a in a uh, Romeo and Juliet. We're going to do a modern and a the classical text um, side by side. The modern text is going to be in a LARP. We're doing a bunch of fun scenes. It's not the whole play, but it's a bunch of fun scenes. Uh, I will have all of that info posted on my socials. Awesome, uh, Megan Kenner. Hello, everybody. I am Megan Kenrick, and you can find me on Twitter and Twitch at Megan Kenrick. Uh, you can also find me over on Todd Kenrick's YouTube channel, where we talk about all things D and D. And Adam Bradford, I think I agree to do with this. Yeah, I am Adam. I am the Chief Development Officer at Demiplane. We had some uh, a new uh, feature release today. I think when we had some technical difficulties earlier, you got a little uh, sneak preview of uh, full screen mode, being able to clap the, uh, the sidebar. So always working on continuous improvement and enhancements to the platform. Much, much more to come. Check it out at Demiplane.com. And you can also catch me on Twitter at BadEyeAdam. And did we give you a chance, really? Also known as B-Dave. B-Dave Walters, proud representative of the clans <laughs> of kings, which has had centuries to get used to the peasantry not understanding their proper place. <laughs> the the undisputed baron of the valley. You can find me all over the interwebs wherever fine streaming content can be located, including soon season five of LA by night. Uh, <laughs> Thursdays, 4 p.m. Pacific for uh, the Black Dice Society on D&D, Twitch, and YouTube in the Into the Motherlands Kickstarter. Still going for 11 more days. If you haven't had a chance, check it out. We're about to break 250 grand today and unlock another stretch goal. So thank you very much. Yay. And I am your dungeon master who likes to punish their players uh, in combat, oh, apparently. What? Oh. 
We skipped hope. Oh, I Dang skipped it. hope. I am really terrible. We uh, started the session yeah. without hope. Sorry. There was just I, no I, hope yeah. today. No hope. No <laughs> hope. There was no hope. Uh, hope, uh, hope Lavelle. Yeah. Hi, uh, I'm Hope Lavelle. You can follow me on Twitter at the Hope Lavelle. You can also listen to me play D&D if you like podcasts on Attackers of Opportunity, wherever you can find podcasts. Okay, now it's your turn. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I feel bad. <laughs> I interrupted the hope. Uh, I, I, I'm the creative manager over at CNE Games for Idle Champions. I, I, I do live streams. I have a wonderful YouTube channel with my wife where we talk about D&D things. I also make uh, videos on occasion for Wizards of the Coast now, uh, depending on how weird and bizarre it is. You may be seeing those on Twitter and the YouTubes lately, and you may see a bunch more of them. Uh, and I get to Dungeon Master all these lovely people who I stunned over and over again and will feel guilty about because I internalize as a DM, but You're I like stunning. the cheese. That's true. <laughs> uh, thank you, all, everyone, for watching. Thank you so much for the amazing wild magic surges that are inex- inexplicable and strange. Uh, they make the game extra fun. So thank cheese you so hand. much for watching. Cheese hand. Bye. Later, Bye, guys. everyone.